morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And, man, it is Tuesday the 14th. Uh, the Fed meeting is underway. Uh, the the answer, I guess, comes out tomorrow. Uh, some really, cr- I mean, man, just terrible year, right? A terrible year for all of your your paper assets. Uh, gold's kind of flattened out today, uh, still down, uh, but essentially gold flat for the year. Uh, that's like winning uh, in, in this market. Uh, the Dow had another another tough day yesterday. All kinds of crazy things happened. Uh, there's leaks at the Fed, apparently. Uh, and, and you know what's so funny is, apparently this leak from the Fed is a well-known leak amongst Wall Streeters. Again, any advantage these pinstripe bandits could have, they take advantage of it. But the leak was that the Fed now has realized that they are behind. Uh, and again, what took so long, right? Uh, and that tomorrow, instead of 50 basis points, we're going to see 75 basis points. That does nothing. I mean, again, it gets everybody worked up. And, and of course, look at how bad the reaction was from your paper assets. Uh, but the realities are we got to go a lot more than a quarter of a point. Now, that's actually the, if they do it. And I don't know that they are, but they're, they're saying they are, you know, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, City, Barclays, everybody and their grandmother at some point yesterday was out with, oh, yeah, they're going to raise 75 basis points uh, tomorrow, Jason. Uh, and, and, again, this is something where the, the reason why you continue to put gold and silver away, these guys are clowns. Well, and, and again, well, there's only two, actually. They're either clowns. Or they're actually doing this on purpose. That's the only two logical explanations. Right? Think about this. How long did they tell us it was transitory? Then how long did they say, well, okay, uh, there's some inflation, but but don't worry. It's coming down. And then they start, remember, two or three times they tried to float peak inflation. Let's remember the first time. Remember when lumber prices came down last summer? By the way, I got news for everybody. Of course, you know this from me. Uh, that's when w- lumber prices always go down. Uh, of course, then they shot right back up again. Remember, used car prices went down for like 30 seconds, uh, and then that didn't happen. And then, of course, peak inflation with the CPI print for April, and then, of course, we got May. That didn't happen, Jason. These guys are absolutely clueless. If they're actually going to admit they're behind, how bad is it really going to be? It almost seems like it's all centered around oil right now, too, Joe, because I remember oil went down for a short time. It's like when oil went down, everything went down just for a short time. You know, you had the uh, the CPI went down. Yeah, I remember that's right. When, when China locked up half a billion people, oil went down. Yeah, CPI went from 8.5 to 8.3. Of course, now that the gas prices are back on the way up, now we have 8.6. So, uh, yeah, Joe, it's uh, it's interesting. You, you say, is it on purpose or is it uh, are they just dumb? It's on purpose. These guys are control monsters. They've been... If I went back and did the history lesson on central bank in America, you would see that everything is is, is a geared and, and and purposeful act to to have the best results for themselves. So, Joe, however they're doing it and whatever they're planning, it's on purpose. It has to be right because why is this guy not fired? Man, 
Jay Powell got reappointed. And guess what? All the Republicans, all the Democrats, they all voted for it. All the big, oh, ba- yeah. all the big bankers. When the housing bubble burst, uh, they didn't get fired; they got bonuses. Remember that, Joe? So it's on purpose. They did their job just fine. Yep. I mean, it, it's absolutely ridiculous, and it's going to get. I hate to say it, and, and, but I've been warning you. I, I, you know what's coming. Either you prepare or you don't. Here's the great part: at least with gold prices uh, down here for for this next few days. Uh, you're you're, ba- you're going to be able to buy it for less, which is a great thing. You can you can afford uh, more gold than all of this. How about wholesale prices? We got wholesale prices today, and and again, this is this is the producers, right? So this is before the products get to the shelf, which just tells you, okay, our prices going to keep going up. Well, guess what? Rose another eight tenths of a percent for the month of May, up ten point eight percent for the last year, excluding food and energy. Right. So you know, as Jason said, a lot of this is energy. Prices were still up half of a percent. And by the way, the quote unquote core number, you know, the the Fed's fake number. I don't even know why would they call this a core number. It's not a real number. It's a made-up number. Hey, let's take away a bunch of the stuff that's causing prices to go up, and, and let's go with that. How does that make any sense? But, again, this is, to Jason's point, this is part of the plan. Even that number was up 6.8%. Uh, so, Jason, not a lot of relief in sight. Right now, everything is down. With the exception of crude oil, once again, crude oil up another uh, $2.50, $123.50, Brent crude at 125 The one good thing, I got some good news. I'm going to give you some good news. Remember last week we told you about that liquefied natural gas terminal in Texas? It blew up. And they said, hey, we're probably not going to be able to load liquefied natural gas to go to Europe for about three weeks. Today, they said it's going to be at least 90 days. Here's the good news. Natural gas, U.S. natural gas, fell almost 18% on the news. So, you know, if we don't ship it all away, maybe our prices could come down. I don't think it's going to last. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. It's just ridiculous. Oh, we have these leaks, and and of course, uh, they they leak stuff on purpose. Uh, We'll see what happens tomorrow, but again, make no mistake about it. They're the cause of it. All the high gas, it's not the Russians. Now, granted, that didn't help, Uh, but, but it's not the Russians. And it's not supply chain problems. It's not COVID. It's these clowns that are sitting there. And and to Jason's point, because I I don't believe they're clowns. I believe they're extremely intelligent, powerful people. And they're on a mission right now. And that is to destroy wealth. See, they, they, they let you have some good times, right? They felt real bad. They felt real bad 
lot of us lost our homes out there. They felt bad when you had to give the jingle mail. They did. They felt real, real bad. Of course, they only felt bad because uh, <laughs> all their banks were going to go under. Uh, and so they've been on this little quest. And they've been on this quest for uh, coming on almost 20 years now. And and they're getting ready. And during that time, right after, the, you know, they crashed the housing market, took, you know, ruined your 401ks, a lot of you started feeling real good. And now they're going to take it all away. Because why? Because they have power. They want more power. They want to be able to dictate what you can buy and who you can buy it from. It's just that simple. They want the ultimate power because they think if they can have the ultimate power, somehow it's going to be just fine. And you know what, Jason? Here's the reality. The more power they get, the bigger the screw-ups they make and the more pain they inflict on the citizenry. Well, and, and really, it's it's all about in, uh, fattening their own wallets and their friends. So it's it, anytime you have all this weird, you know, the weird data and the weird pointing the fingers, like you said, Russia and supply chain issues, all that. So they got they got to have so many ways to cover up their their thieving and their stealing because that's it. Really, is it is stealing because they get to control the interest rates, they get to control how much money is printed, they get to they get to blow up their balance sheet to nine trillion dollars. All these things they could have been right. Right, they could have raised interest rates last year. They yep. didn't. They could. They didn't. They should have. Should have never but been. But yet now, they're, like Jason said, they're just stealing money out of your wallets. It, it should have never been zero to begin with, Joe. It should have never been zero for a decade. Should never. We should never That's have zero percent. Ridic- right? What a ridiculous policy that is. Who in the right mind? Right? That defies every rule of banking. It was so idiotic. Yet you turn on the idiot box and you got the booyah man, Jim Cramer, telling you what, oh, well, how great they are and Maria Bartiroma. You know, I'm 51 years old. I can't afford to lose half of my investments. That's what's happening to people. Well, it ain't happening to me because I... I hooked up with myself. By the way, Joey's going to be on the Half Empty Cup of Joe tomorrow, so you're going to want to tune in uh, 602-909-9048. You can always email us at the radio station, email us at Patriot, call us. We'll we'll get you in contact with them. You better get your backsides protected. First, you buy gold. Everything else you're not doing investment-wise, call Joey. It's just that simple. Because it is time to play a whole lot of defense. And it's happening so quickly. Uh, Two big developments in the last 24 hours. One, Mexico. This is how weak, quote-unquote, President Biden is. And the reason why I call it, because he's not a president. He's not a president. Listen, they, they, they think about the the election. You know, we got those, that that sham January sixth hearing going on. Is this really what we wanted? This is the guy we wanted. The guy that's been a patsy for decades. The guy that's compromised, been comp- known to have been compromised. 
This is the guy we get. Now we get the president of Mexico who won already last week, ditched the Conference of Americas. Now he comes out and saying that the war in Ukraine is immoral, condemning NATO. How easy is it to say, here, I'll send you this much money for weapons. Couldn't the war in Ukraine been avoided? Of course it could have. The president of Mexico, as he's, of course, remember, Mexico, they didn't vote to sanction Russia. Right? They didn't vote for any of that. They just said, hey, listen, we, we're, we're not dumb. This was a NATO power play. This war was ridiculous. It could have been avoided, should have been avoided. But, Jason, this is what we wanted. Yeah, and here's the thing. They they have that power to, to make these decisions. They always make the, the decisions. They have the control. So it's it's so I have always been against uh, the, the Federal Reserve and central government because they make all the decisions. You know, it, it, the federal government's not supposed to be making any of these decisions. Actually, the federal government's just supposed to be there as a, a, a protection to the states when, uh, you know, a large-scale enemy decides to maybe try to invade. You know, in, in simple little protections. But there's the federal government now makes all the decisions for everybody. You can say, well, our states do this and our state, you know, well, the states don't do anything unless the uh, federal government gives them permission to. Hey, if you don't do what the federal government wants, we'll yank your funding. So these guys, Joe, that you're talking about, they make they do they make all these disastrous decisions. Is because it's really easy if you know when you're pulling the triggers, when to buy and when to sell. It's great. I mean, it, everybody else has to take the risk, right, Joe? We all have to try to figure it out. But they they know exactly the the timing of all of it. And if the timing is off, they can just pull more triggers uh, to to make it go the way they want. If it's not going their way, listen, I I, I I'm convinced the. The financial crisis just happened a little sooner than they wanted. The the amount of spending and debt, and, and again, when we talk about government debt, thirty trillion, and how it was five trillion when this whole thing started. Uh, the Fed balance sheet now nine trillion was seven hundred billion before the whole thing started. That's the small part. We found out through FOIA requests. Now, granted, the Fed went to the Supreme Court and withheld the information from us for a dozen years. They're supposed to release it two years after the fact. They went to the Supreme Court to hide how many trillions, tens and hundreds of trillions of dollars that they were pumping into the system without telling anybody. Shh. And now they're in Operation Soak Up. Right, and that means wealth destruction at a scale that we have never seen, and it is happening at a lightning pace. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about cryptos yesterday. Another one of those. Right? Uh, I remember we were talking to Joey about cryptos. They're like, "Yeah, I'm not recommending any of those right now." Uh, and the bloodbath that's happened. But let, let's talk about Coinbase because you know. Jason, how long have we heard over the last two or three years that crypto was the new gold? Yeah. How long? <laughs> it's not gold. Gold is savings. That's yes. not what crypto is. Yep. It's never been this, and it's led a lot of people astray. And, and I get it. Uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, the 30-somethings, and, man, I hate my job. I work 9 to 5, or I'm in the office, whatever it may be. I'm bored. 
I want to be wealthy, and they buy into this stuff. Thinking that it's the new goal, it's the new world order, and it's anything but that. The IRS, Joe, the IRS in 2014 declared cryptocurrencies an equity. They, 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 the IRS, is, as much as I don't like them, said it's a stock, and it's a stock that has no company behind it. So it's, it's, it's you know, the, the thing that cryptocurrencies had, Joe, is they, they got the, hey, we're cool, we're against the powers that be, this is outside their system. Well, so is buying Apple stock, I guess, because you're buying with a private company, supposedly. But it's not really that private. These big companies are in bed with government, so there's really no way out. They just they, they just kind of disguised it as a as a cool equity, a cool stock, Joe, and it just doesn't have anything backing it up. It's it's uh, it's it's imaginary money, Joe. Well, and again, I, I I love the concept, but it's a concept that I don't think these bankers were ever going to allow. But I want to highlight how fast things are changing. Coinbase. You know, Coinbase is the largest, at least in the U.S. That's where a lot of people have their crypto because you can turn it into cash and sell it and trade it and do all that stuff there. At the beginning of the year, Coinbase was saying, hey, we're going to hire a couple thousand workers. Two weeks ago, Coinbase said, hey, we're going to freeze. We're going to have a hiring freeze. Then what was it? About a week ago, Coinbase started rescinding job offers to people. In other words, people that they hired, hey, okay, you're going to start in two weeks. Well, they called them up and said, hey, don't show up. This morning, Coinbase comes out and says, we're laying off 18% of our workforce are cutting 1,100 people. So think about how fast this thing went. In less than six months, they went from we're going to add 2,000 people to actually we're laying off 1,100, Jason. This is how fast things are turning. Yeah, then you got that, well, you got that crypto, you know, bank yesterday that just said, oh, no more, no more, uh, withdrawals. We got, we have to, we have to shore up our problems here. It's just like a, a run to the bank, Joe. They, 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 are, they know that they're in trouble, that they can't recall the money that they loaned out. You know, because just, it's just crazy, Joe. And I would, you know, I'm never going to use one of those one of those crypto banks at all. I mean, because there is, you know, it's, it's like it's like 1800s banks when they decide to just print up a bunch of money and then uh, again, right. the gold left the bank. Be careful. There, there's if they go under, you lose everything. You lose everything. And there's so many of them. I, I can't keep them all straight. But I want to tell you, at least uh, Brian Armstrong, he's the CEO of Coinbase, at least he's got his heads out of the clouds now. Because he said, we are entering a recession. A recession could lead to another crypto winter. I don't I don't remember the other crypto winter. Is, that, is he talking about what just happened over the last few days? Uh, we, and... and Maybe Jason, he listens to this show because he's talking about this lasting for an extended period of time. Well, Joe, to me, if cryptos come, when, if or when they come back here in the near future, it'll be because a lot of the small ones will probably get wiped out. I mean, they're selling off like crazy right now. I mean, yesterday was, <laughs> keep edge of gold sold off 15 or 25% in one day, or, or even worse, the... Uh, 
the uh, the 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 Dow or the or the S and P had a twenty percent down day or a fifteen percent down day? Can you imagine what, how crazy the world would act? Oh, it would be incredible. It would be horrifying. And and again, I think we're just setting ourselves up here. All the all these things are lighting. Uh, look look at today, right? Crude. It's the only thing up. But it's almost $124 a barrel and headed higher. Uh, natural gas, we just got a break. Think about this. This is how upside down it is. We have a liquefied natural gas terminal blow up. The company says, hey, we thought it was going to be three weeks, but now that we've looked at it, hey, we're not, it, it's going to be 90 days before we can start shipping liquefied natural gas. All of a sudden, our gas price went from, natural gas went from 9 to 7.50 in a matter of minutes. And of course, the problem is, everybody else, like Europe, natural gas prices went up 20% on the news. This is, this is how crazy these situations are. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, the Dow is down another two hundred points. The Dow is now about seven hundred, seven hundred fifty points away from joining the S and P and the Nasdaq in bear market territory. Because the Nasdaq, I don't know what territory you call that. I don't know what comes after bear market, uh, but but uh, the Dow getting ready to join them a- as well. And I just got off the, the the girls were just in here. We've got a great opportunity on some half dollars right here. Uh, we've got two bags of halves. They just came onto the market. Uh, they're in Texas right now. Big savings. So right now, half dollar rolls, $260 a roll. Jason, 20 bucks off. Uh, $240 a roll. We've got a couple hundred rolls. So we got a decent amount of half dollars. And, and as and Jason will tell you, as far as junk silver goes, uh, the, the half dollars have been, uh, num- number one, premiums have been sky high. Number two, uh, really hard to get any quantity in anything silver. So to have half dollars come up on the market, uh, just a great opportunity here at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Like I said, they're in Texas, so that means we can get them out pretty quickly, Jason. Yeah, first the silver eagles kind of get hard to get, and then the uh, silver dollars start disappearing, and then and then it's the silver half dollars, and that's why they've been a little pricier over the last couple of years because the uh, the silver half dollars. You know, it's it's a uh, it's, it's a cool coin. It's a, it's a large coin compared to the quarter, the dimes, and, and smaller silver and. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a cool, it's a cool coin. Let's just face it, you know, the, the Kennedy half dollars that I like. I love the 64 Kennedys. I love the Franklins. And, uh, man, $20 off means you're getting a buck per coin. And it comes in a roll of 20. So you're getting a, a dollar per coin. That's, that's pretty cool. Off. Yeah. yeah. A dollar a coin off at 800-951-0592 and great barterable stuff. And that's another one. I think this is, uh, uh, price per ounce so much cheaper now, especially with twenty bucks off. Uh, then you could buy silver eagles as an example. Uh, you know, you're, you're talking about buying silver for three, four dollars an ounce less than silver eagles, uh, and having that half dollar coin, good barterable material at eight hundred 
And yesterday we had a huge move in the bond market. These are moves, you know, the, the, when you talk about size of market, the U.S. Treasury market is one of the biggest markets in the world. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, it's got to be. You, if you got $30 trillion of them, I mean, it's, it, it's a huge, huge market. It, you're not supposed to see uh, these moves like we saw yesterday and Friday, uh, 30-year fixed mortgages jumped from 585 on Friday to 618 at the end of day yesterday, Jason. I mean, that's that's incredible uh, what this does. They're saying now uh, on a on a uh, standard, what was the jumbo loan? I think it was 629 or $649,000 house. If you bought it in January versus buying it today, you're looking at almost a extra thousand dollars a month on your mortgage payment, Jason. And that's going to get worse. I, you know, this this rate hike tomorrow is going to push that harder. And I think there'll be the rate hike in July. And I know there's some. Right. I think whatever they do tomorrow, I think they do again in July. So if they're really going to do 75 basis points tomorrow, I think they're going to do another 75 in July because inflation. Look at look at. Uh, today, I was driving to, to work again today. Gas went up another 10 cents here in Phoenix. Uh, and, and look at crude oil today. Energy prices are still heading higher, which means if they do 75 today, I think they do 75 in, in uh, the end of July, beginning of August. And Joe, and, and this is, you know, Joe and I talk back and forth about the timing of things because we're always, you know, that's speculation. You know, when, you're, when you're doing this day after day in, day out, you're just you're trying to figure out oh, what, what, what's going to happen. I, I, I'm really thinking rate hikes go. I mean, I think rate hikes keep going. I know we think they're going to crash possibly in, uh, in October and maybe they reverse course, Joe. I, I just keep getting this funny feeling that they're just going to keep on raising rates all the way through the end of this year and even early next year. I just, I, I they're, they're really trying to do, it looks like this slow crash is that they seem to be very content with this kind of slowish crash. Cause let's face it, we saw in 2020 how when they shut everything down, how quickly everything crashed. It was just, it was lightning speed. So this is almost like, well, we don't have a we don't have a coronavirus right now. We don't have any, you know, we, we don't have a, a, a whole lot of real bad emergency in the news cycle compared to a coronavirus. So well, we'll just we'll just crash it slowly, and then Joe, maybe it's only fifty basis points uh, tomorrow, fifty basis points in July, fifty basis points in September, and just slowly uh, try I, to crash I'll, it. I'll say this: it could be fifty tomorrow because it, it it's unlike them to. Not deliver a me- you know right now the message they delivered is fifty. If they go seventy five, I'm just telling you things are. That just means we're going to be light on where we think energy and food are going. In other words, the price are going to be even higher than I thought, which is going to be bad. But if they only do fifty tomorrow, I really believe the the press conference afterwards they're going to let everyone know by the way we're going 75 on the next one and to jason's point this now extends rate hikes so they're going to rate hike even more and and this is my point i've been saying this from day one they're going to hike 
rates until we're in a depression, period. There's no soft landing. There's no recession. There's no reinflating this bubble this time around. Because, again, we got to remember, we're going to be in a recession slash depression with inflation for the first time ever, which really limits what they can do. What, they go back to zero? Let's just say they want to. To Jason's point, hey, we're, we're now talking about rate hikes in October, November. Well, before they could go to quantitative easing again, Jason, they got to bring the rates back to zero again. Well, that puts us, what, well into 2023 before they can even get to zero to even start quantitative easing. Uh, and by that point, J- Jason, this is just a big dumpster fire. This is what it is. Yeah, that's right, Joe. And all that talk of 75 basis points, to me, for the markets, it's like if they only go to 50 points tomorrow, then it's like, oh, see, it's not that bad. It's only 50 points. It's okay, market. Well, <laughs> you know? Listen, it could be one of those days tomorrow, right, with 50. And, and if the Fed, you know, if Jay Powell just does dovish and doesn't hint at 75, well, there will be a massive rally. Gold will go flying. Silver will go flying. Wall Street will probably be up a 1,000 points, right? We'll see. Tomorrow's going to be a crazy day. Half dollars though. Woo! 240 bucks a roll. What a deal. 800-951-0592. When we come back, we're going to talk housing prices. Where are they going? 800-951-0592. Before we get to housing, uh, residents in Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, you better get ready. Electrical costs, cost for electric uh, power skyrocketing uh, as the states pushed for green energy uh, has, has all but failed. Uh, they're saying that right now electric pricing, they said the typical residential customer uh, expected to see a 54% in their increase in their energy bills starting in June. Well, that's now 54%. I know. What, what's inflation again? Oh, it's, it's 8.6? Is it really? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, they're saying that as summer goes along, they are worried that customers could see a 100% increase in their power bills, Jason. And, and we're not just talking Texas and California, uh, Arizona. Brittany's the first one. Uh, her her power bill up forty percent. Well, I'll let you know what happens here, Joe, because uh, I, I noticed that uh, uh, which bill was it? Uh, yeah, it was my electric bill. You know what? It was my electric bill. It was up already. So it was a. Uh, I, I, these, these are increases. It's huge. Come on, are you paying attention? What do you think's going to happen? Right, if your electric bill goes up. 50, 100, 200, Arizona, you know, there's power bills in Arizona. Five, $600 is nothing in a, in a, in a house, you know, a, a 3,000 square foot house. What happens when that bill's 750, 800, $1,000? Well, that's less money to spend elsewhere. Home prices, a growing number of price cuts is starting to trend across the nation. 
Uh, they're saying that price reduction, now a realtor must have wrote this, price reductions don't mean over overall home values are dropping. It doesn't. I think that's exactly what it means, but okay. Uh, they're saying that uh, prices are starting to drop, and they gave some examples. They, they used the in California because they like to go to the California market first. They're saying that in Van Nuys, a four-bedroom home, they cut the price by $50,000. Another home, $78,000. A home that was listed for a million, they price cut $140,000. And they're saying that, Jason, this is starting to spread because interest rates keep going up. And this was before the big move. This was when interest rates were still at 5.8. Now they're at 6.2. Uh, I, I gotta believe more price cuts are coming, Jason. Right. And then just never mind the, the fact. The problem is, unless you're paying all cash, the price for you doesn't go down. That's right. And, and on top of that, Joe, the fact that it's just so expensive to get the house and then the interest rates going up on the mortgages, it's just, so who's gonna buy it? You know, that's the whole yeah, problem. So if, if you're an all cash buyer, wait. You'll be able to buy a house next year for a hundred, two hundred, maybe even three hundred thousand dollars less. The problem is for everybody else. If you need a mortgage to go with it, man, yep, the price fell, but with rates going, especially these kind of moves in rates, I don't know that the payment's going to be any less, Jason. No, no, and if, if they uh, they keep boosting interest, uh, the core interest rates, the Fed all the way through this year. Let's just say I'm right, and it goes into next year. They're still boosting next year. Then uh, yeah, you'll have ten, fifteen percent mortgages really quick, Joe. It could get bad really fast. Yeah, th- this is something where I don't think any of us are really prepared. You know, Procter and Gamble uh, was coming out and saying now there's a tampon shortage. I, you know, that's an aisle I don't go down. Uh, I'll ask my wife, uh, but it just seems you know the the you know we just had a baby formula shortage and 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 the price. You know, look at the producer prices today. Another 11%. Another 11%. Well, what does that mean? That means everything we buy is going to cost more. Right? Crude oil up again. It, 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 it's never any matter. Right? Listen to this. Our, the State Department had to let everyone know yesterday, despite all the sanctions on Russia, they're actually selling more oil now than when the war started, Jason. Well, that makes a little bit of sense, doesn't it? They uh, they started a little economic uh, sanction war with Russia, and so Russia's going to uh, do what any country would do. It's like, well, let's see what else we can do with this. And they have friends. They have friends that are... Well, let me tell you, guess who their newest friend is? Uh, the uh, uh, quote-unquote American ally, India, has now become the second largest oil importer of Russian crude, second only to China, as India continues to gobble up Russian crude. China and India alone are 30% of the world's population. And Jason, sanctions, no sanctions, they don't care. They, they're doing business with Russia. That's true. And, and uh, I saw that, uh, what was it, uh, Iran. Iran's uh, kind of putting the idea out there of uh, doing a little uh, family group uh, 
uh, currency, kind of like their own, like their own uh, European Union currency. Hey, let's let's get together, let's do our own currency. We can well, now let's get rid of these dollars. Do you see that? Where they uh, Russia, China, India, Pakistan? They all... I think this is, this is coming. This is coming. This is what the war in Ukraine really is about, in my opinion. Uh, you know, and I've talked about it on this show now, probably going on for at least the last three years, maybe a little longer. And, and I, how long have I said China's not our friend? They've never been our friend. China wants to be a superpower. And a matter of fact, the way China sees it, we're bigger. We have more people. We are more, we are, uh, the world gets all their stuff from us. We want to be the reserve currency of the world. And this is what Jason's talking about. Patriot Radio News Hour, final seven coming up. 800-951-0592, U.S. Uh, silver pre-1965, half dollars. A huge sale today, $20 off. That's a dollar a coin off. Uh, they're $240 a roll at 800 9510592 take the interest rate on a 30 year fix i just gave you throw it out the window uh the 10 year note now approaching 3 and a half percent uh right now 345 on a 10 year note uh that's another basis point higher so i mean i don't know 63 now uh 30 year fixed jason this is not going to end well no, it's not, and, and you know this is not going to end well. This is this is absolute insanity here. On those silver half dollars, just for the people out there, you're always asking questions because when it comes to ninety percent silver, there's always the uh, you have to do all the the math. But every silver half dollar has more than a third of an ounce of silver in it. So if you think about three silver half dollars, you're getting more than an ounce of silver. So. Uh, you can divide the 240 by 20. You know how much each of your silver half dollars cost, and it's it's cool. It's a cool coin. So just uh, you know, you, we don't do a lot of silver lately. It's just you know the premiums are always so high, and it's hard to get it cheap. So uh, if this is your your silver guys out there, wake up. This is the you're, uh, you're, yeah. You're paying about thirty three dollars and fifty cents uh, per uh, per ounce on on those half dollar rolls, where like. Uh, silver eagles you're you're at 37.75 and we're one of the cheapest on silver eagles at 37 dollars and 75 cents an ounce uh so this uh, more than four four dollars and 25 cents an ounce less uh they're the half dollars that's awesome so now half dollars with this special here today uh that puts them at the same price as dimes and quarters and that never happens jason yeah, you always pay a little extra for those bigger uh, coins. People, you know, people just love, you know, the th- they like silver eagles. They love silver dollars, and those become scarce uh, quickly when silver, uh, the silver market, you know, contracts, and and then uh, well, then they go to they go to silver half dollars, and the, the silver half dollars, though, they've been expensive for a while. <laughs> we we don't we haven't been selling these on special for for a long time. Long time, yeah. I don't, you know, gosh, I don't even remember when. Uh, by the way, I'll have these online as well after the show. Uh, but uh, that's almost $3 an ounce almost less uh, than what they were uh, at two sixty a roll. Uh, so it's just great value here. And I got, you know, I'll, I'll say this. If you said to me, hey, what's the most undervalued commodity right now? I'd have to say silver's got to be at the top of the list, Jason. 
it is silver. Uh, for whatever reason, the powers that be have just kept it pushing down, pushing down, pushing down silver. It's it's like one of those spring-loaded uh, gadgets. You know, once it goes, it's just going to just go flying into the stratosphere. So for all you silver guys out and there, for, keep and, loading yeah, up. And for most people listening, Jason, I don't think they understand the silver market is not very big. You know, the gold market, much, much bigger. So the silver market, much easier for the banks to control. It's, it's one of the few markets that's small enough, Jason, that they can have some power on it. But to Jason's point, when it lets go, you know, we always talk about silver much more volatile than gold. And the reason is because it's easier for the banks to hold the prices down uh, for a period of time. Yeah, the Hunt brothers affected it in 1980, didn't they, Joe? It was just a couple of guys uh, trying to, to well, move Well, they didn't markets. like that, did they? Yeah. <laughs> if you guys can do it like that, Joe, in 1980, it's not, not much different today. It, it, uh, it's always J.P. Morgan seems to be the one controlling the silver, right? Yeah, they've been in control of it for for a very, very uh, long time. 800 951 592 